Hello, this is Jude from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 23rd of February. India registered 10,584 new coronavirus cases, taking the overall count to over 1 crore 10 lakh 16,000. The country recorded 78 fresh fatalities, pushing the toll to 1 lakh 56,463. The number of active cases stood at 1,47,306, while the number of recoveries reached over 1 crore 7,12,000. Amid a high spike in COVID-19 cases in Maharashtra, Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre will hold a review meeting with BMC officials today. On Sunday, Thakre announced a fresh set of restrictions on religious and social gatherings. The Chief Minister had also said that the state government will review the situation on whether a lockdown should be imposed in the state. Maharashtra has been witnessing a sharp surge in the number of cases. On Sunday, it reported a total of 6,971 cases, which was the largest single-day count in four days. A Delhi court today granted bail to climate activist Disha Ravi, who was arrested by the Delhi police in association with the toolkit case. Disha was arrested from a Bengaluru residence on February 13th. Bail was granted on condition to furnish two sureties of rupees 1 lakh each. The order was passed by additional sessions judge Dharmendra Rana of the Patiala House Court. The judge said and I quote, Considering the scanty and sketchy investigation, I do not find any palpable reason to breach the rule of bail for a 22-year-old girl who has absolutely no criminal antecedents. Unquote. The court also asked Ravi not to leave the country without its permission and to cooperate with the investigation. When asked by the court about the link between evidence against Ravi and the violence on 26 January, Additional Solicitor General S.V. Raju, appearing for the Delhi High Court, alleged that the toolkit was part of an international conspiracy using the garb of the farmer protests and that it was linked to the violence in Delhi on Republic Day. The prosecution had submitted that the toolkit was created by Ravi in association with organisations with Khalistani leanings. They further alleged that Ravi had attended a Zoom call with members of the Poetic Justice Foundation, an organisation with Khalistani links. Refuting the allegations, advocate Siddharth Agarwal, appearing for Ravi, submitted, and I quote, If the offence is that I protested peacefully, I'm guilty. If the offence is that I advertised about this peaceful protest, I'm guilty. If this is the parameter, I'm definitely guilty. For instance, if there is yoga, and I prefer Kung Fu over yoga, will I become a Chinese spy? I'm not saying this. It's in their FIR. We are reducing the bar of someone having a different point of view. There are allegations in the FIR state that I have attacked chai and yoga. Is this the parameter for sedition? Unquote. Ravi has been charged by the Delhi police as a conspirator in the creation and dissemination of a toolkit shared by Swedish climate advocate Greta Thunberg to mobilize support for the farmer protests. The police have alleged that the toolkit contributed to the violence that erupted during the tractor rally organized by protesting farmers on January 26th. For people who know her, this is hard to believe. Do read News Laundry's report by Bharka Kumari titled How Disha Ravi Came to Join Greta Thunberg's Climate Justice Cause. While talking about the farmer protests, Kanwar Grewal, a Punjabi singer from a farmer family in Batinda, has become a popular voice at the Singhu, Tikri and Ghazipur borders. His song, Elan, has become a rallying cry for the protesting farmers. This song was removed from YouTube after the social media giant received a legal demand from the Indian government. Do read Diksha Munjal's report titled, You ban our songs, we'll make new ones. Kanwar Grewal won't stop singing of farmer protests. Dear listeners, 
Our team can report on these incidents from the ground only with your support. We are an independent news platform producing podcasts, ground reports, interviews, videos, media critique and much more. We would not be able to do all this work if not for our subscribers who fund it. So if you want a subscriber already, now is the time to join the movement to keep news free and independent. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button at the top right hand corner of the website. Our lowest subscription starts at 300 rupees a month only. Pay to keep news free. Sharpening his attack against the Mamata Banerjee led TMC government in West Bengal, Prime Minister Modi while addressing a public meeting in Hogli district said and I quote, "This time Bengal has made up its mind for pariborthan meaning change and the BJP will bring ashol pariborthan means real change in Bengal. It is important to develop a state as long as there is tholabaz meaning extortion, syndicate and cut culture. It cannot take place as long as the administration shields the goons." We have to ensure law and order. No more injustice. We want real change. Unquote. With the state assembly election drawing close, the prime minister also accused the TMC government of failing to provide drinking water to the people of Bengal, taking a jibe at TMC's new election slogan, "Bengal wants its own daughter," which pitches Mamata Banerjee as Bengal's daughter. Modi said in a quote, "The center had sanctioned 1,700 crore rupees for Bengal under Jal Shakti Abhiyan." but only 609 crore rupees has been spent the tmc government is holding on to the rest of the money can you forgive the people who are doing this great injustice to the daughters of bengal unquote while addressing the rally at the dunlop ground in bengal the pm said that the center's priority would be to usher infrastructure projects in bengal the uttarakhand government has begun the process to declare the 136 people missing since the glacier disaster in chamoli on february 7th as presumed dead the times of india reported uttarakhand health secretary amit negi issued a notification to this effect on sunday after which the government invoked the birth and death registration act 1969 the act allows authorities to declare people dead before the specified 7 year period The notification said and I quote In normal circumstances the birth and death certificates are issued to a person at the place where he is born or died but in exceptional circumstances like the Chamoli disaster if a missing person is possibly dead beyond all possibilities of being alive but his body is yet to be found in that case the authorities could declare him dead by issuing the death certificate to his family members after required inquiry unquote For the process Family members will be required to submit an affidavit and other details to a designated government officer. Until Monday, rescuers had recovered 68 bodies. 14 bodies were recovered from the Tapawan tunnel. The glacier break in Uttarakhand's Chamoli district on February 7th triggered an avalanche and massive flooding. The disaster caused extensive damage to the Tapawan, Vishnugarh and Rishi Ganga Hydel projects. As we record this podcast, the counting of votes is ongoing on 575 seats across six municipal corporations in Gujarat. Voting for the six municipal corporations which are Ahmedabad, Surat, Baroda, Rajkot Bhavnagar and Jamnagar was held on Sunday. Amid heavy security and the imposition of strict COVID protocols, the six corporations saw an average voter turnout of 46.08%. Ahmedabad registered the lowest turnout and Jamnagar the highest. according to the state election commission based on the numbers declared till the recording of this podcast the bjp has won 15 seats in bhavnagar and 24 in rajkot the party crossed the required numbers of 39 seats in vadodara and won the vadodara municipal corporation for its fourth consecutive term 
Varavara Rao's nephew and editor of Telugu Monthly Journal, V.N. Venugopal, has seeked relief from the conditions on which Rao was granted bail yesterday. Conditions of bail stipulate that Rao must remain in jurisdiction of the NIA court in Mumbai. According to Venugopal, Mumbai being an unfamiliar city for the family, it would be difficult to provide care to the 81-year-old poet there. The court also said there cannot be any gathering of visitors at Varavara Rao's place of residence in Mumbai. Venugopal told the News Minute that this is difficult for the family saying and I quote, His three daughters are all employed and have children and families of their own to take care of. It is difficult for them to move to Mumbai. We cannot employ outsiders for caretaking, since the order conditions say that only near relatives are allowed to be with him. Unquote. Instead, Venugopal asked that his uncle should stay in Hyderabad, close to his family. Recently, it was reported that the evidence based on which activists were arrested in the Elgar Parishad case may have been planted. Venugopal said, and I quote, When the case itself appears to have been fabricated based on fake evidence, the bail in such a case is being granted on such stringent, difficult conditions. Unquote. Now, let's move on to the international updates. Globally, COVID-19 has infected more than 111.7 million people, according to Johns Hopkins University. More than 2.4 million people have died of the infection. The number of recoveries has gone up to 63 million. More than 500,000 people in the United States with coronavirus have died, a figure that is more than combined American casualties during World War I, World War II and the Vietnam War. President Joe Biden held a sunset moment of silence and a candle lighting ceremony at the White House on Monday and ordered American flags lowered at federal buildings for the next five days. The president said, and I quote, As a nation, we can't accept such a cruel fate. We've been fighting this pandemic for so long. We have to resist becoming numb to the sorrow. We have to resist viewing each life as a statistic or a blurb or on the news. Unquote. Reuters reported that the World Health Organization has agreed a no-fault compensation plan for claims of serious side effects in people in 92 poorer countries due to get COVID-19 vaccines via the COVAX sharing scheme. The WHO Agreed Plan, which has been under discussion for several months, is designed to cover serious side effects linked to any COVAX-distributed vaccines until June 30, 2022. Facebook will restore news to Australian pages in the next few days after the government agreed to change its landmark media bargaining code that would force the social network and Google to pay for displaying news content. Facebook last week blocked all news content and several state government and emergency department accounts. But after a series of talks between Friedenberg and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg over the weekend, a concession deal has been struck. Australia will offer four amendments, which includes a change to the mandatory arbitration mechanism used when the tech giants cannot reach a deal with publishers over fair payment for displaying news content. Facebook's Australian Managing Director Will Easton said, and I quote, we are pleased that we've been able to reach an agreement with the Australian government and appreciate the constructive discussions we've had with the Treasurer Fredenberg and Minister Fletcher over the past week. Unquote. The UK has barred from its airspace Boeing 777s with the same type of engine that caught fire in the US over the weekend. Boeing urged airlines to ground all 120 of these aircraft worldwide, The Guardian reports. Boeing said carriers using 777 planes with Pratt & Whitney PW4000 engines should suspend operations until full inspections could be carried out after a United Airlines jet was forced to make an emergency landing, having scattered debris over residential areas in Denver. 
The engine on flight 328 from Denver to Honolulu failed shortly after takeoff on Saturday with 231 passengers and 10 crew on board. Pilots issued a mayday call and returned to Denver. The police expressed astonishment that no one had been killed or injured on the ground after large pieces of debris landed near houses and in public parks. The entire front casing of the engine appeared to have landed in front of a house in Broomfield, Colorado. The US manufacturer faces intense scrutiny over its safety records since the 737 Max disasters in Indonesia and Ethiopia in which a total of 346 people died. The 737 Max only returned to service in the past 2 months, almost 2 years after being grounded. The incident also appears similar to an emergency that occurred on another 777 operated by United 3 years ago when the cowling of the right-hand engine was blown off 45 minutes before landing in Honolulu. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. and subscribe to our YouTube channel.